You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I have a good one for you today, and it's actually going to come to you in two parts. Um, But first, we're going to start with the F words, and it's not what you think, um, but I bet you you will remember this strategy that I teach you because of the name. Uh, Before I jump in, I want to just say thank you so much to those who left reviews and who have been listening. Um, I was finally able to see the reviews on iTunes, and I just really, really appreciate you guys taking the time to do that. So thank you. Um, Okay, so this episode is something that, you know, I was like this, I have to share this with you. These are things that I am often talking to my clients about, and when we jump into this, it's, it's a, it can be a heavy topic, but it's a powerful and impactful one that when you apply this into your life, it can really change your experience. So with that said, we will jump in. So have you ever noticed that we have, or you have, coping strategies when you encounter unpleasant emotions or situations. So what you might find is that you avoid things or you act like things are okay. Um, And these behaviors are often unconscious. um, And because of that, they can cause harm in the long run. Therefore, normally because of these, these strategies, these coping strategies that are unconscious, Often we will see people burning out or maybe blowing up. And so if you are someone that wants to avoid burnout or blowing up, then this podcast is for you because we're going to be jumping into what actually causes that. Um, So I'm going to share with you how to identify these coping strategies that you might have so that they have less control over you and the patterns that these behaviors have you running in, you know, running in circles, repeating the same things in your life. And I'm going to teach you what to do instead, right? Because it's all great to understand and bring that awareness to what you're doing that has you not having the life that you want or causing harm or causing you stress or overwhelm, but without something that is going to help you, then um, we'll give a follow-up in part two on how to actually um, address these and what to do instead. So um, 
there are going to be kind of three three parts to this, and we're going to go over the first two sections, and then in the second section, we'll go over the second part. We'll go over the third on how. So, the first part of this is actually understanding how you operate. So, what you do. What are these unconscious and or um, unhealthy coping strategies that you have? And knowing the definition of this, um, I find is really important. So it's this. So coping refers to conscious or unconscious strategies used to reduce unpleasant emotions. So coping strategies can be like cognitions or behaviors, and they can be individual or social. So really what we're going to be talking about today is the unconscious things that you are doing. And the reason that this is important is because there are three ways that we can operate in any relationship. And when I'm talking about relationship, what I'm really referring to here is your relationship, not only to people, but to your business, to your work, um, to money, to your spirituality, to really anything. You fill in the blank here. So your relationship to people, but your relationship to things as well. And when, and and especially the relationship to yourself. So when you're thinking about this, there's three ways that you can operate in any relationship. And I like to think of it in the context of a plant, if you had a plant. So the three things that you can do with a plant is that you can nurture the plant, which would be watering it and making sure that it's in sunlight if it needs sunlight, and um, maybe pruning it. The other thing that you can do with a plant is you can let it die. So let's say you go on vacation, and it doesn't get any water, it doesn't get any light, and it dies. So you didn't really directly participate in it dying, but you kind of just neglected it. So we have established you can nurture the plant or you can neglect it. And the last one is you can kill it. You can actually kill the relationship, right? You can kill the plant. And this is like taking an active participation in this um, relationship in terms of like really actually killing the relationship. So in terms of a plant, it might look like taking it and putting it in a closet, um, not giving it any water and... um, you know, maybe even like cutting off, you know, the stems, you know, or um, pruning it too much or something like that. Or maybe like ripping it out of from the roots, right? I know it sounds really violent, but that is what I'm kind of, that is what I want you to be thinking about how you operate in relationships. And typically, we're not killing them um, because we're really talking about the unconscious behavior. But if you aren't nurturing a relationship, if you aren't taking like a conscious um, conscious action towards something to nurture it, then you're doing one of the other two. You're letting it die or you're killing it. And so that can be really helpful to know because you can be like, well, no wonder it's not working because uh, I haven't nurtured it. Um, I haven't participated in it in a way that I need to. 
And when the unconscious becomes conscious, we now have power. And so being able to understand what you're doing, if you're, if you have these unconscious coping mechanisms that we're going to talk about in a minute, you can start to see, okay, well, I actually need to nurture this relationship. So we're going to talk about how to do that. But first, we're going to identify what you might do instead when you're letting something die or you're killing it. And my clients can often relate to these. I know I can definitely relate to them. And they are looking at what I call the F words, okay? So the F words are the things that we do that are these kind of these unconscious behaviors that have become almost like our training, you know, we're trained to do this. And they're winning, they're winning strategies. And when I say winning strategies, what I mean by that is they work for you in some way. Otherwise, you wouldn't do them. So they work almost like I think to think of them as like they work in the short term, but they don't necessarily work in the long term. And so when we start to realize that, that's when we really want to shift them because we're like, oh my gosh, I'm back here again. I've been doing this thing and I'm having the same problems. I'm complaining about the same things, which is a really good indication that we need to change something. So the F words are forcing, fixing, faking, and saying, I'm fine. I'm fine. So forcing, fixing, faking, and saying I'm fine. So I'm sure some of your ears just perked up because I'm sure that you've said, you know, I'm fine, maybe to your partner before when you were in fact not fine. Um, Or you, it might come out, I'm okay. Um, So we're going to go through these and talk about what they, how they might show up in your life. So forcing is, is kind of acting as if, um, like you're, you're operating on top of something. Like you, you're really acting like it's not there and you're forcing to make it happen. So maybe you're in a relationship and there is a red flag and, uh, you know, you're ignoring it, you're avoiding it and you're forcing things to work. Or it could be in your business or at work that you're avoiding addressing maybe a colleague or an issue in the business. And so you're forcing yourself to get through the day and it feels pretty frustrating because of that. Fixing might look like you're just walking around life trying to fix everything. You know, you're, you, you look for what's wrong and you're constantly like fixing stuff um, as a way to control. And I often think of this as like, you're putting a bandaid over stuff, but you're not actually really addressing the root issue. So this might look like, you know, I'm just gonna, um, I don't know, kind of act like I address this conversation with my partner, um, and take her on a date and, um, buy her flowers but not actually have the conversation that I need to have with her about something. So on the surface, it feels as if we fixed it, but we know deep down that we haven't. Um, So the next one is faking. And you can see there's overlap between all of these, but 
This is a really big one. And I think that this can be confusing because we have a lot of people out there telling us, you know, fake it till you make it. And while I think sometimes that can be true, there's a very big difference between faking something and actually living as if it's, you know, actually embodying something. And um, there's a subtle difference in terms of when we talk about it, but when you feel it, there is a big difference. And when I say faking, I like to think of this as you know, you act like everything is okay um, when in fact it is not. Or you act, you say yes to things when you really want to say no. Um, or you just kind of brush things under the rug and again, operate on top of some stuff. And like my coach has said before, is in this world, you might, how, well, she, how she puts it, is you're sprinkling glitter on poop. And I know that's not really a fun image, but it's like you can put glitter all over stuff, but it's still going to be stinky. So um, that is the faking. And this definitely overlaps with the I'm fine, right? Because you're putting the glitter over the poop and you're like, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so the the biggest thing about all of these and the similarities that they have is that we're ignoring or avoiding a truth. We're acting like it's not there. And what that can cause is a misalignment um, in our life. And so typically when there's a misalignment, what will happen is it eventually will boil to the top. And um, you may blow up, you may shut down, you might cuss, you might become short with people. You might um, stay to yourself. You kind of like isolate. Um, and you might not try to talk to other people about it. Um, and so therefore you're, you suffer. And some people will kind of put their hands up and just quit, right? Because they've just had it and they can't take it anymore. And it's because... We're ignoring our truth and we're not honoring the things that are coming up for us. Instead, we're just operating on top of the BS. And so um, when you think about this um, for yourself, you can maybe start to identify what is your go-to? Do you force? Do you fix? Do you fake? Do you say I'm fine? What is an indication that you are operating on top of something? And it might be a a combination, which is totally fine, but essentially you want to identify what is your go-to and why this is helpful is because when you actually can distinguish what you do, then you can choose. So there's a saying, name it and tame it or name it to tame it. And so when we identify it, when we shine the light on it, it actually gives us power because then we kind of take our control back, right? It no longer is running the show and we bring it into our awareness. And this is such an important part of personal development that I think can be overlooked that when you develop the awareness, we're so quick to look at, well, what's next? And that's actually why I'm splitting these into two episodes, because the awareness part is so powerful. 
And just like I do with my clients where we have, you know, a week between sessions when we identify something or bring an insight to the forefront, we now can take that week to start to notice it and become aware of how it is actually functioning in our life. And that is really powerful because you start to see where else you do it. You know, you might be thinking of one situation where you do this, and that's actually really helpful to do. You might think of just one relationship or, um, you know, when I'm saying relationship, relationship to a person or to your work, maybe, you know, find where you are struggling and where you're having maybe some discomfort and see how you're showing up in that. Are you forcing? Are you fixing? Are you faking? Are you saying I'm fine when in fact you're not? So the awareness part is essential. And then we can do something about it, which is what I'm going to share with you in the next episode. And But before we go, I want to share with you this analogy, and it has to do with a messy closet. And so if you think of a closet that you have, maybe that it's super, super messy, and um, the clothes are falling all over, it's not organized, there's no, um, you know system that you have in the closet and you know that you're going to have company come over and that closet is front and center. People will see it. (laughs) Um, What would you do, right? You run around your house, uh, you try to clean up um, and the closet, you're like, I don't know, you might just throw a bunch of stuff in there and shut the door. (laughs) And so that is kind of operating on top of stuff. Now, obviously, that's a solution for the meantime. It's a short-term solution. However, if we keep on putting stuff into that closet and operating on top of it, eventually stuff's going to start to spill out of that closet and it's going to take up your home and it's going to be hard to unsee. And I think of it as, you know, it's like you are pouring water into a cup and there's no more room for the water. And so you just keep on pouring, you keep on pouring, and eventually it's going to spill over. And that's what happens when we're doing these unconscious, unhealthy coping mechanisms of forcing, fixing, faking, or saying I'm fine, is we have overfilled this cup or closet and it's really messy. And so it's not to say that you can't ever do these things because honestly, I don't know about you, but sometimes you just, you do need to fake it. You need to say that I'm fine. You do need to force yourself to show up to do something, to get through something, even though you're not feeling okay. And the main thing is to know on the other side of that, that you need to do something to remedy it, to take care of it. So while back, you know, we'll go back to the closet example, while you might have people coming over and, you know, 10 minutes, so you shove everything in the closet you might know, okay, well, I know that this weekend I really need to take some time and organize that closet. I need to throw away a few things. I need to donate a few things. I need to come up with a system. And so we're at least recognizing that we do need to set aside the time to do it. And so identify these things for you. What, are, what do you tend to do? Do you, and and another thing I want to kind of look at here, which these are 
very similar is that we typically in relationships, we have kind of ways that we might show up three different ways, which are um, attacking, suffering, or quitting. And you can see how the forcing, fixing, faking, and I'm fine um, kind of go hand in hand with that. And so when you identify, like, do you, do you attack when you get, um, you know, irked by something when something bothers you? Um, and that might look like maybe you, you know, say something, you react, you send an email really quickly. Um, you, you know, you basically attack the situation. You try to solve it right there, like from a reactive place. Or do you suffer? You know, I think of this as like suffering in silence, right? You don't say anything. You just suck it up and you do the work. You put your head down and you just do it. Um, or do you quit? Do you kind of put your hands up and say, I'm not doing it. I'm leaving. Um, and so these are also similar to the F words in terms of how you might show up and how you might cope with uncomfortable emotions, unpleasant situations. And, um, you know, the first, (laughs) one of the things I think is really important is you were human and we all have these different ways of operating. And I think when we own these about ourselves, or I know that when we own these for ourselves, that we're able to have more compassion for other people that do these things. Right. So, um, you know, you see someone blow up and you're like, you know what? They're human. They have definitely put way too many things in the closet, (laughs) right? And we can start to have compassion for them and forgive them. And we're able to move forward and really see what is their truth, right? Because they obviously haven't been honoring it. And so that is a big reason why we do this work is so that we can have better relationships because it really starts with having a better relationship with ourselves, with nurturing the relationship nurturing the relationship with yourself, taking care of yourself. And I really, I know self-care is such a, you know, a common word these days, but for me, one of the things that I've done to kind of reinvent my perspective around it is to really think of it as self-nurturing. How can I nurture myself? What does that look like? How can I nurture the relationship with myself? And then I extend this to things beyond me. Um, so you might try that this week and in the next episode, we will talk more about how to actually do this nurturing. And there is a couple steps that I will take you guys through that I think you'll love, um, so that you can start to process emotions and situations in a more healthy way. And, um, I'm excited to talk to you about, uh, talk to you about this next week. So I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at Wellwolf or visiting the website at wellwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.